podcast. I am Molly and I'm not a great parent. And this is my co-host Nathan, who is also not a great parent. Not a great parent, but we are here. We're getting closer to Christmas. We are. Every single day. And we're trying to be not great parents between now and Christmas as well. No, I'm, I think I'm going to achieve being a not great parent most of the time. But <laughs> hopefully not. What do we mean by parent? Yes, what do we mean by not great parent? Well, when we say not great, we don't mean that you are a bad parent. First Correct. of all, we are saying we are not saying that you are a bad parent or that we don't want to be parents that are good. Yes. Uh, we are saying exactly that, that we are not parents who are out to pursue the greatness that the world has defined for us, but we are parents who want to live personally and, and lead our children and our family into a life of God's goodness right. and not the greatness that the world has identified. So yeah. here we are. It's the holiday season, which... That is the ultimate greatness time. Yeah, I think we of the said year. it's the Olympics we of greatness. We said the Olympics of greatness. And I think, you know, I'm feeling it already. Yeah. I think, you know, we're filming this the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. So and we're this about to kick off this. This is both of us, our last day before we go on a day off and a I little think, bit of a break. I think this is probably the last thing both of us are probably going to do. Oh, yeah. Do. The second we hit stop, I'm out of here. Yeah, I was going to say. So <laughs> Not we, because I don't like being here, but it's just, I got stuff to do. Well, and you're traveling. <laughs> We're leaving tomorrow to go to Colorado for a couple of days, and then we'll be back. Um, so I've got to make sure we've... We got all this stuff in order. I still have. We're gonna see some family members tonight that we won't see. So. I know you've uh, told me that your husband loves the TV show King of the Hill. Oh yes. I love King of the Hill. So we yes. watched King of the Hill. My kids have just been introduced to King of the Hill, and uh, they don't really get all of it because I'm not saying I'm a cool dad. Uh, I'm just saying Hank Hill is a very stuffy personality yes. that I don't really have, but. So they 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 are like they don't always get the what's they so funny about him funny. being so stuffy, but uh, we they love watching the Thanksgiving episodes because we're coming right. up on Thanksgiving and we watched one and it made me think when you're saying that <laughs> Peggy at one point who likes to be a little bit of a know it all says at one point that uh, that the the day before Christmas in my opinion and the day before Thanksgiving in my opinion. Uh -huh is the busiest day to travel. It is, and I say that. <laughs> well, I know, and I think every time she says it, it's not your opinion. That's yeah. just, it is the busiest day to travel. It is the busiest travel. travel day. And so you're, you're, We're you're, leaving tomorrow at five o'clock from the Atlanta airport, which is like the busiest airport. It is, in your opinion. <laughs> in my opinion, it's really busy over there. <laughs> yes, but I think, you know, getting to what we're trying to get to today, we're gonna try and be, not only because we both have to leave, but for the sake of what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it goes along with our topic. This episode, one of the things I think most people think leads to a great life. I don't know it's anything. I think there's some of us that kind of like being busy. Oh, I think people thrive on busyness. But I think some of us who may not even like the busyness, we just think it is a necessary evil. And as I always oh, say, yeah. as if evil was ever necessary. Because how often do you say to people, how are you? And the answer is busy. Well, we wear it a little bit like a, a badge of mm -hmm. honor of, look how busy I am. I have times where I prefer to be busy. And the reason why is because I am someone who works up to deadlines and things mm -hmm. like that. So that actually drives me to produce better. Yes. <laughs> Which, again, not probably the best way to handle things. Well, you but know. One of the something things that helps me sometimes. <laughs> this is probably not interesting to anyone else, but it made me think of what you just said. My job is kind of over the last few years has been changing around mm -hmm. here as far as what I'm responsible for and what I do. And part of what that is is that I'm delegating more things out, which means I, who have always been very much a workaholic and very much measured my prof 
by performance based on what I'm able to produce. And accomplish, I'm, yeah. I'm producing a lot less and I have a lot more time in my office where I'm, I'm just sitting and I was telling you, you know, like I'm having more meetings with people. Like I'm going yeah. out and having lunches. Networking. And networking with people and all these just different things. being around Which basically people. means I'm talking to pastors at lunch, you know. But yeah. all of these different things that I'm trying to kind of do, right, uh, I have these moments where I go, I don't know if I did anything today. Mm -hmm. And if I'm honest, and I had a moment sometime last week where I almost had, um, I wouldn't say a panic attack, but this large amount of stress come on me. And I realized halfway through, it's because I felt I, I'm not producing anything. I'm not doing, maybe that means I don't have any worth and I don't have any value. And I kind of had to sit with God and have this moment of talking with him of like, do you love me even if I'm not doing a lot for you. Mm -hmm. Even if what's my job now has become is this different kind of position where I'm not producing as much, but what I'm doing, at least the church seems to think is of a lot of value mm -hmm. in what I'm doing. But can I see myself as not, not measuring my valueness value in my busyness? Right. Because I think a lot of us measure how successful we are, how happy we are and how busy and hectic and frantic my life is. And I'm very guilty of right. that. Uh, I mean, and it we sounds, all do. I mean, yeah. I do that too. I think I go through more, some phases of that, but I mean, I always have a to-do list that if it's not accomplished, I don't feel like I got, I did it right that day. And the to-do list never says just sit and be with God. I mean, I've had to, over the years, teach myself to have those keys, right. which we've talked about on here. Yes. You know, that is something that, but it's still on my to-do list, sit and be with God. Right. <laughs> you know, because those things are important and a priority to me, but at the end of the day, I still live and breathe by what I got done. And I yeah. think, um, <clears throat> well, I think I, I think if there's not a lot going on, I am quick to fill it with yeah. things. I know you and I both have said when we go on vacation, we find ourselves creating to-do lists for the vacation yes. that just sitting and reading a book or sitting and doing yeah. something is not enough for us. I need to have something. I yes. need to come back from vacation and say, look what I did. Yes. Vacation was great. Yeah. And this is what I did. I this made, is what I, I did on this. my summer vacation. Yeah. When I go on vacation, I made, I made breakfast for everybody every single day. Yes, I learned. For my whole family, because we go on vacation with 18 people, and I'll be like, oh, well, I did this, this, and this. I do. I, we often do staycations because we do we do one like travel vacation a mm -hmm. year, but we try to do a lot of just, it's honestly become a thing. My wife has told me, you're going to take every vacation day you're given because I, when the first eight mm -hmm. years I worked at this church, I took like, I took maybe a third or a right. fourth of the vacation days I was given because I just didn't like to take time off. I just wanted to work. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be the person everyone relied on. And if God, if I missed mm -hmm. a week of work, then everyone might stop relying on me because they go, yes. oh, other people can do what Nathan right. does. And that's been part of the thing for me is realizing there are other people that can do what I do and do mm -hmm. it as well. Some people better than what I can do. Right. And the fear that that sometimes causes. Oh, me, yeah. Oh, what if I'm... What if? What if I'm okay? Now, those what are all are... my problems. So let's and get... those are not all... I mean, that's in some... Like, go back and watch the mental health episodes, but yeah. that is often stuff we create in our head to to yes. to keep us from being great or good and moving towards greatness because we think we have to do all these things. But um, I think understanding that about yourself yeah. and understanding what drives your busyness and what right. the... Is it a fear of something? Is it a... A, you know, I'm not enough if I don't do these things. Is it what people will think of me? Is it understanding that about yourself can help you break down, you know, why, why you're filling your life with a busy schedule or this or that. But when it comes to the holidays, 
already naturally, there are yeah. tons of things going on. I mean, we can rattle off a million things from parties to family events to right. shopping days to wrapping things to um, volunteering oh, to yeah. uh, making sure you had got to see Santa to making cookies with you. I mean, all the experiences yes. and bucket lists of things that in our mind... We think, I've got to do that to-do list. I have this holiday to-do list on top of yeah. everything else that my family and myself, we have to do these things yes. because at the end of the day, I am trying to set up, we've talked about this previously, I'm trying to set up this perfect holiday moment. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to go, 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 go to chase after that. And, and I'm hoping I hit that target, right? Mm -hmm. So I've got all these things lined up. I'm already comfortable being sort of busy yeah. because I most of us live our life pretty busy. So I'm just gonna add all these things to it and run, run, run at it. Well, if we really look at that, is that the pleasing good life that Jesus wants us to have? Richard Foster, who is a writer on spiritual disciplines and things like that, he's, he says that the three things our enemy, Satan, majors in are uh, noise, hurry, and crowds. And the way he says, and I love this, he says, if he can get us consumed, he doesn't have to get us to sin. If he can get us consumed in manyness and muchness, he will rest satisfied. Mm -hmm. That so much, and I would say greatness. Mm -hmm. throw that Anotherness. in there, right? But yeah, the, the manyness and muchness of life, that that's what we're doing is, if I can just add a little bit more, I can spend a little bit more, I can have a little bit more, we can go to more things, that more is where I will find my life. More crowds, more hurry, more noise. If I can find my life in these things, then I'll have a really good and pleasing kind of life but what happens is, and if our enemy wants us to do it, man, that should cause you right there to pause and even be paying yeah, attention to it. Absolutely. And so what is it then that God wants for us? And I'm not saying that, hey, if you simplify things, we talked in the last episode about simplifying. Yep. I do think simplicity is really helpful. But I'm not saying if you just simplify and you just pick one thing, then, hey, man, that one thing, you'll yeah. give your all to that one thing, and you'll get that Christmas moment. It'll be a better Christmas moment. don't come moment. after us if you cut everything out and didn't get a Christmas moment. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> we're not saying exactly. No, and I don't even know, honestly, I don't... I just don't know because this idea of a Christmas moment is not this biblical kind of idea. Yeah, it's just it's our own idea. It's We've just created this in our brain. And honestly, I think it's a myth. I think it is, as we said in the last one, it is a uh, it is an American idea to try and get us to spend more money, to to spend more time on on these kind of things mm -hmm. because then maybe we'll be convinced, hey, it'll pay off in the end, yes. right? What I'm trying to say is the more that we can get our lives to a different kind of pace, that just as we said in the episode about uh, money and the way that we think about money, Jesus goes, my kingdom has a different rhythm. And so Christians throughout hi history have had this discipline of silence and stillness mm -hmm. to have these long extended times. And it may be 15 minutes a day. It may be, uh, you know, a, a day out of, out of a month where you just say, hey, I'm just going to not do anything. You know, there's the Sabbath, which is a day out of the week. You know, mm -hmm. I recently, we were both at one of our parenting seminars. Right. This is a parenting 
uh, seminar plug, and we, ta right. we talked about, you know, one hour a day where you shut off your phones, you shut off everything else, you just be with God and be with people. One hour a day, one day a week, one week a year, mm -hmm. that you, you have these long extended periods of times where you are not engaged in muchness and manyness. Right. And you are allowing your, your soul to get acquainted with a different kind of rhythm. And I think at Christmas, I think there's this kind of idea that we have of, well, there are just certain times of the year and they're busier and we all just kind of put up with it. And I don't want to, I don't want to be misleading or naive in saying that there are not periods of time that are just busier than others. Oh yeah. That's, that is a normal thing in life. But if I can set margin in my life mm -hmm. in such a way that when things get busier, I'm not increasing an already busy schedule to a point that is beyond my capacity. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, and I've, I think I've learned this about myself more in the last maybe five years than ever before. So busyness is absolutely the way that I get distracted from doing God's work, right? It's absolutely, I'm so busy, I don't pay attention to other people. I'm so yeah. busy trying to make something else happen that I don't even see what God has right in front of me. Mm -hmm. I'm so busy trying to, um, you know, make somebody else happy that I forget to hear what God says about me. Mm. You know, I have, that is, and it's all rooted in this busyness or this, right. you know, kind of scurrying around or feeling like that there's some kind of worth in that. And, you know, what happens is then we don't see what we, sh we, we don't, we don't love other people. Well, I don't love my children. Well, when I'm busy, right. I don't love my husband very well when I'm busy. I don't, I don't love the people in my church as well when I'm busy. And so, um, and I certainly don't love people in a store at the holidays when I'm right. busy or remember to reach out to people that might truly need me at this time or, you know, because when I'm wrapped up in busyness, I'm really wrapped up in me yes. and that comes down to that. And then I don't get that moment Yes. or it's so rushed. I missed it. Yes. And I think back on some holidays and like, I've had some very good holidays in my life, you know, I've had great mm -hmm. Christmases, but there was this one Christmas where it wasn't that long ago. It was Ben and I were married, and um, my parents said, "Well, nobody's really coming here this year, and whatever." So, my parents and I and Ben and maybe one other—I can't remember who else was there—one or two other people. But they, we, we went to a house that was on a lake, and we literally bought a Christmas tree on the way there. We had like two strands of lights, and we had a few ornaments. And we stayed in that house for three days mm -hmm. and we listened to Christmas music. We put up that tree and we just were there in the presence yeah. of each other. And that was the most like nourishing yeah. couple of days for myself with God. Cause I was able to spend a lot of time, you know, being with God and for those relationships because yeah. I stopped worrying about all the other things and I was just able to be present in that. And so it was super, awesome to see those two things happening at once but I wouldn't have seen that if I wouldn't have I wouldn't have made that a or just known that that was going on in my life but busyness was this terrible corporate for me the opposite of busyness is not laziness huh. the opposite of busyness is it's the ability to be present to the person I'm with and the thing I'm doing. And what we all think 
is, well, I can be present and busy because busy is just my schedule's filled up and I'm doing lots of stuff. But the truth is, you part of what it means to be human is this ability to slow down, right? To have these moments of silence and stillness. And it used to just be worked into our, our lives and we just have lost it because there was a period of time yeah. where everyone, their work, we, you know, we have more technology now oh, yeah. doing the work that we used, used to take us hours upon days upon weeks to do. And we can get it done in 15 minutes by just automating it to some machine to do it. And we have picked up even more things to do. Right. I remember reading at some point there was it's some, not like we got more efficient so that we could be done with our work. Well, that's, we just piled it on. Well, that's what there were philosophers like in the early 1900s that said that people would eventually get to a place where they'd only be working about three hours a day because machines would be doing all the necessary things. But what they didn't realize is we actually work longer hours now than people did a hundred years oh, ago. Yeah. Even though people were working in these horrible conditions and these horrible things, because if you count up the amount of time I'm doing work emails at home and all these other things, our our technology and our advances has not made things no, easier. And, for and just us. our accessibility. So like if I'm at home and I'm in the presence of my family and my phone goes off. Right. Or if I'm at home and I'm in the presence of my family and my husband is holding his phone right, and it goes off, I now am like thinking about that Yes, and I am not present in that moment either. Yeah. And so I'm using a phone as an example, but there are so many ways in which yeah. that busyness takes away from our ability to be present. And I think at the holidays, at this time of year, it's really easy for busyness yes. because it's next level, right? It's yes. all heightened to you know, the umpteenth percent and we're trying, our to-do list is longer and we have our extra holiday stuff on it. And it just isn't the way that God wants us to have this good and pleasing life. Because if you look at Jesus uh -huh. and you look at his life, nowhere is he saying, I'm too busy for that. Mm. I'm too busy for you mm. to anybody in the Bible. Mm. Ne I mean, he is never saying that mm. he is the ultimate presence. Well, he's interruptible for he's sure. He's interruptible, yeah. and he is when people. He is available to meet the needs of other people, and right. when we're just slammed full of busyness, we aren't meeting the needs of other people. We're trying to create a moment for other people, and that's mm. a totally different thing. Yeah, and so I think for us, the solution of this is if I want to be more present, which is really what Christmas is about, right? Is that God with us, that he was mm -hmm. present with us in Jesus, and that that's what we're remembering at Christmas is the gift of God being with us, which is the point of life is that I want to be able to be with God, and I want to be able to be with God by being with others. Mm -hmm. That means that there's going to need to be less busyness in my life, and so once again, we, we said this, I'm not expecting you at this point, we're, we're pretty close to Christmas. Don't cancel all your plans, we're not yes. saying that. But I will say this, I would challenge you, say no to one thing. Between now and the end of the year, one thing, and maybe it's something just that you want to do. I'm not saying cancel on somebody you've already said yes to. It might be like, right? you just don't want to be in the kitchen for as long, so you're going to take one thing off the menu. Yeah. It could be simple because then you could say, well, I don't want to do that because then I can't sit in the living room with my family. and right. or Or... No, we're not going to do that because that's going to pull us in two different directions. Yeah, if you're like me, it's and I'm doing this, I'm taking the day before Thanksgiving off because I realized how much I was doing on those days to prepare food and do that stuff. And so I'm going to take a day off of work. Get it done. And I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to spread it out so that I have 
time. I've decreased all the things that I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I've told people I'm going to do, right? Maybe it's for you. You need to say no to some experience that you go, this is a tradition, and you have 42 traditions. Maybe you don't need 42 traditions. Right. Maybe it's as simple, and I'm going back to phones, but you know how on Christmas people like blast all their contacts with Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yes. Maybe you don't reply right away to those Yes. as they come in. Maybe you just say... I will tell them Merry Christmas later, but that it's not hitting you up all day long yes. because maybe you know, I'm gonna turn my or phone maybe off. Maybe I'll turn my phone off or leave it in my bedroom or leave it somewhere yeah. else and not we're not around me when I'm in the presence of these other people. Or maybe it's just it, it could be something as much as you know what I I'm. I'm not going to run around and do 50 different things to get every perfect gift ready yeah. or. Maybe it's just it's just one thing, and it could for everybody it's going to be something different. Yeah, and I think you got to challenge yourself to say, I would actually encourage you cut something out from yourself at this point. Mm -hmm. We already talked to you in the previous episode about you know putting up boundaries with other people around the holidays. Yeah. But for yourself, you've already made the obligations to the other people at this point. But so yeah. don't don't be fi uh, unfaithful to the I've been commitment you made to them. Getting rid of busyness, so uh, you can't come to my house for the five days you're planning. Yes, exactly. Here. Not that we're not, you're not saying cutting that. Cutting people out, but maybe for yourself to say, "Hey, I as mom or dad had this. You know, here's the thirty things on top of all the things I said I would do for other. Here's the thirty things I added to make our Christmas the way I wanted it to be. Maybe cut one. Maybe cut two of those things mm -hmm. out." and say, I'm gonna change it. Because I think we do not have a theology of subtraction. Mm -mm. We have a theology of addition. What I mean is what most of us think will take, what's it gonna take for you to grow as a follower of Jesus? I need to read the Bible more. I need to pray more. Mm -hmm. I need to listen to more podcasts like this one. I need to get more knowledge or I need to serve more. I need to get some more experiences. I need to go around doing more. I need to give more as we talked about, right? I need to do all these things. We don't have a theology of subtraction of maybe what's going to take for you to grow is you need less in your life. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's less money because you do need to get, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe it's less time at work. Maybe it's less, maybe it's, you know, less chaos in your life. But maybe, maybe, it's it's, maybe it's less busyness. Maybe. maybe it's less praise from others. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's less, less admiration from others. Maybe it's saying no to a project. This is, I'm just talking for me, maybe it's saying no to a project that I could do be, and, I, and I feel like I have to do because if someone else did it and that person got praised, maybe that took away from some of my praise. Maybe what I need less of is less admiration, less praise, which means I'm going to have less busyness. And maybe in that, the chaos that comes out in my soul mm -hmm. that says, oh no, but what if I don't do that? No, no, what if I do this? Maybe that's, maybe I'm too attached to something that I think will give me life and make my life great. Yeah. But because they, when I subtract those things, what I'm left with is God who is with say me. That. I was like, when that comes off, there's room for him. And, and is he's he always enough? there anyway. Yes. But there's room for you to see it. Yes. And, and there's room for you to be with him. And if we are too buried in all the other stuff, we miss it. So I think we should do you a favor and us because we need to go. Yeah, we got to go. We're going to be really busy. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to cut this one short. Nathan's so, got to cook and I got to go do yeah, that. We got all these things we got to do. But stop listening to this. If we are adding to your busyness, if we're adding to the noise, the hurry, the crowd, yeah. turn this off. Turn this off. But if we're not and you have questions or comments or anything, there's a link in the show notes. We love hearing from you. Um, we hope you have a good day yeah. and good and holiday good christmas. good christmas and we hope we hope that that moment that you want might happen even though we think it's kind of 
homemade, <laughs> like we talked about. Maybe but God we will want, bring something. But we want us to have those moments where you see that God was with you, and God, and you showed up, and God showed up, and that that is the moment that you want. So take care and have a good day.